This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, March the 28th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Live on a Monday, the day after Easter. I hope all of you are well and had a fantastic Easter holiday. I am the CEO, Shippy Clerk, janitor of the Patriot Trading Group, Double J, Joe Jake. Went solo this morning. My sidekick, my partner, Homer, is sick today, and I use that word uh, judiciously. I'm not really sure if he is or isn't, but... Uh, you know, that's the the new, new economy, the power of the text, right? You're not, <laughs> you can't get voice confirmation of the actual sickness, but nonetheless, the show must go on. Uh, go out to our website, www.allamericangold.com. Check out all the news. We put it up there every day. Well, at least Monday through Friday. Uh, for you to continue to be educated, get the news that you need to know. Uh, you can order online. A lot of you like to do that. Uh, we also have our medals program. All the details of that are out online. And it's the end of the first quarter. Uh, if you're a participant in the medals program, you can have us withdraw those monies between the 1st and the 28th of every month, you decide. Uh, today being the 28th of March, so it is going to be uh, the end of the first quarter. If you have not uh, looked into this, if you haven't signed up for it, please at least look into it. Without a doubt, and I just want everybody to know, without a doubt, the best program in the world, bar none. And that, that is the medals program. Uh, like I said, I, I encourage all of you, obviously, to sign up because I love it when you can buy for less, get the most bang for your buck, and that is the medals program, period. Uh, we're going to show you that today. Um, and, and, of course, uh, all the details, it's really simple. And the best part is you're going to do as little as $100 a month. There is, you can do as much as you want. Uh, the minimum is a hundred. Just on Friday, Friday was a uh, what a great day, by the way. Thank you so much. I enjoyed Friday, Mo- probably the most enjoyable day of work I've had in a long time. Uh, nobody was here but me. I had all kinds of people calling. Some of you just wanted to 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 catch up. Others were placing orders. I had. Three people come and sign up at the $100 level, the minimum level. I had a guy do with $4,000. I had a, it, people stacked up. It was a huge pickup day uh, Friday. I do apologize. We, we like to, to make sure that when you're in here doing your business uh, that no one else is around. Uh, that didn't happen Friday. We were backed up all morning, all the way through the early afternoon until I left. It was just a wonderful day. I love our customers. You guys really made my day Friday, so thank you for that very much. Uh, what a crazy weekend I had. I mean, obviously the Easter holiday. Uh, my youngest son played in a big 
basketball tournament Friday night and Saturday. They they set it up so you, they wouldn't have to play on Easter. Um, they made it all the way to the finals, uh, only to lose in one of these very emotional games where we jumped out to the big lead, and then for most of the the rest of the game, the other team dominated, and then we made a just a a fantastic comeback. But it wasn't enough, and and that was a, a roller coaster. My my oldest son, we had our uh, you know the teenagers are idiots and we all know this of course the problem is your teenagers don't know that they're idiots uh had one of those moments this weekend one of those what i'll call teachable moments uh with with our oldest son and and uh then of course the easter holiday the big news though syracuse goes to the final four my my where i grew up the orange both the men and the women are in the final four. And just so many great memories. You know, I used to go to the Syracuse basketball camp. I actually held Pearl Washington's bag of ice as I watched the, at this, at that point, the college players practice while we were at camp. And uh, to see them back at the final four gives me great, great joy. Uh, and then my... My wife and my two boys, my my oldest is on spring break. My youngest had spring break last week. Uh, they are on vacation without me uh, because this is how America is anymore. You really can't afford for everybody to take a family vacation. I just think about how things have changed and, you know, when – when you went on vacation, when I was growing up, we all piled into the station wagon. Remember the station wagon? And let me tell you, it was very critical. I had three brothers, so it was four boys and my parents. And I would strategically make sure I was in the back back because that was out of range of the parent parental back slap that you got on every vacation, right? Because you were messing with your brother or somebody was crying or what have you and your your mom or your dad was threatening to pull the car over. I think my my kids are probably happy. <laughs> They're probably happy dad wasn't in the car. I know my oldest was definitely happy I wasn't in the car. Wasn't very happy with him this weekend. Not that he did anything terrible, but he was there while his idiot friends were doing things they shouldn't be doing. And and uh, the funny part was, the only reason I was mad is because he didn't tell us. Right? Why, why won't they figure that out? Tell the truth, and the truth shall always set you free. Patriot Radio News Hour, we got a lot of truth coming up. Don't touch that dial. I had a fill up today. What happened? Gas up 70 cents a gallon here in, in Arizona. I don't know about where you live, but uh, right at about two bucks a gallon. And and a little more depending on, on where you're at. I like to gas up near work because it's cheaper here. Still a dollar ninety. Well, a dollar ninety five nine, so let's call it what it is, dollar ninety six. 
a, a gallon today. Uh, I hope uh, all of you had a fantastic Easter holiday. Hopefully some of you had time to go out to the website, read up on our medals play program, place orders, uh, catch up on the news that you missed. I'll tell you what else happened this weekend. I don't know if you saw this, but the president, he's been on his his uh, little tour of the, you know, first he was in Cuba, uh, then he was in Argentina, and and I don't know if you caught it, but, but I, I had Ramon load the clip up for me. Here is the, the leader of the free world. And he's talking to, I want to say, he's either high school, college kids in Argentina. And, and first, you know what, let's play the clip and then we'll talk about what has happened to capitalism, what has happened to America, and, and really, if nothing else, I think this lays out the, the clearest path yet as to what we are going to become. Uh, Ramon, let's play the president. That's going to be the wave of the future if we want to make progress on these problems. I, I guess to, to, to make a broader point, you know, so often uh, in the past there's been a sharp division between left and right, between capitalist and communist or socialist. And especially in the Americas, that's been a big debate, right? Ah, you know, you're, you're a capitalist Yankee dog and oh you know you're some you know crazy communist you know that's gonna take away everybody's property and I mean those are in, in, interesting intellectual arguments but I think for your generation you should be practical and just choose from what works you don't have to worry about whether it neatly fits into socialist theory or capitalist theory you should just decide what works and I, I said this to President Castro in Cuba. I said, I, look, you've made great progress in educating uh, uh, young people. Uh, every child in Cuba gets a basic education. That's, that's a, a huge improvement from where it was. Medical care. You know, the, the, the life expectancy of Cubans is equivalent to the United States, despite it being a very poor country, because they have access to health care. That's a huge achievement. They should be congratulated. But... You drive around Havana, and this economy is not working. It, it, it looks like it did in the 1950s. And so you have to be practical in asking yourself, how can you achieve the goals of equality and inclusion, but also recognize that you know, the market system produces a lot of wealth and goods and services and innovation, and it also gives individuals freedom because they have initiative. And so you don't have to be rigid in saying it's it's either this or that you can say depending on the problem you're trying to solve depending on uh the social issues that you're trying to address what works and uh, and i think that what you'll find is that the most successful societies the most successful economies are ones that are rooted in a market-based system but also recognize that a market does not work by itself it has to have uh, a, a social and moral and ethical and community basis. And there has to be inclusion. Otherwise, it's not stable. And 
and and it's up to you as you, as you in, in whether you're in business or in academia or in the nonprofit sector, whatever you're doing, to 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 create new forms that are adapted to the new conditions uh, that we live in today. Capitalist Yankee dogs, and we need to decide communism, socialism, capitalism. You know, we just need to decide what works. And, and and at least if you believe the president, the market or capitalist may work in the marketplace, but it sure didn't sound like you say, but a capitalist doesn't really work when it comes to inclusion, right? When it comes to Equality, apparently we don't, apparently communism is better. Socialism is better. And that these people, they don't need to worry about picking one or the other. And this is really the heart of what is happening here in America. Which is we are very quickly sliding away from what made America great. And you think about the marketplace, right? One of the great things in America was businesses could fail, businesses succeed. You could have a successful business that then failed, and vice versa. And we've decided that certain wealthy families, they don't have to face that anymore. Kind of like, you know, what's that really the heart of communism, right? The power of the few. And, and this is exactly what we're seeing. Now we're seeing the president go to communist nations, fascist, socialist nations and tell them, hey, that's okay. You know, we just need to pick what works. And, and, and it's incredible to me that more people just aren't up in arms about what he had to say. Essentially, what he is saying is, our founding fathers were wrong. Essentially, what he's saying, the principles that this country were built upon, no longer apply. And we kind of witness that, don't we? I mean, we sit there every single day, those of us that are fortunate enough to have a real job, we lace them up every single day. Even though everything's really become stacked against us. I mean, think about just the process of getting a job in this country has gotten ridiculous. Right? I mean, it's just gotten crazy. When you think about being a small business in this country 
and how difficult they've made the entire process. Just opening a bank account is a process. And you start thinking about, well, why is it this way? And the answer really is quite simple. It's this way to protect the few. It's not this way to help you and I. And and a lot of people aren't able to draw the parallel. They're not able to see what the real reality is. They They understand how difficult it's become. But they can't figure out the reason behind it. And then you hear the president of the, allegedly of the free world, making speeches in foreign countries, essentially saying, listen, capitalism, communism, socialism, fascism, they're all the same. They're not that different. They're not that different. And you sit there and you think about, Everything that we stand for, everything that this nation was founded upon, and now apparently we're no different, and this is what's in store for all of us. We're going to be enslaved, financially and burdened by the needs of the few. Right, we're we're essentially becoming very, very quickly a nation that can't grow, a nation that struggles mightily just to run in place, and all the while we continue to slowly drown in debt. Look at Atlantic City. Right, if the state of New Jersey doesn't come up with a bailout on April the 8th, everyone's going to get paid in an IOU, right? And they're jockeying back and forth about, you know, and it's funny what they're arguing about. But the reality is there is no money, and New Jersey itself is broke. In Chicago and Illinois and Michigan and Pennsylvania, Connecticut, New York, and the list goes on and on and on. You look at the federal deficit. You look at what our central bankers have done to this country. And we sit there and we we play this game. Right? All of these things, and you think equities are, are fairly valued? You're nuts. Peter Schiff was on late late last week talking about the Federal Reserve, talking about interest rates, talking about what really is in store for us. Ramon, let's play Peter Schiff. Let's get to it. Gold. You've been bullish gold for a long time. What makes it more compelling in this environment? Well, first of all, unlike the stock market, gold is still up considerably on the year. It's down today because the Fed is back to its old tricks. I think they're bluffing an April rate hike. You know, they played that game all last year. They waited until December to finally pull the trigger, a tiny rate hike, and that was a disaster. We were off to the worst stock market start in history, so I doubt the Fed wants to repeat that and do it again in April. You know, the only reason the market rallied was because they backtracked. 
And now all of a sudden they're testing the water on backtracking again. And I don't think they're going to like what happens. Do we need to have stocks go down in order for gold to go higher? No. In fact, the funny thing is gold went down today because people are afraid of the Fed raising rates. Well, what happened the last time the Fed raised rates? Gold went way up. So if anything, if the Fed does that again and the stock market tanks, gold's going to get the safe haven bid. But ultimately, I don't think the Fed wants to put another pin in this bubble. I agree we are in a recession. I don't think we're going to recession. I think we're in one right now. And I don't think the Fed wants to add a bear market to a, to a recession. I think they're going to keep this bubble going. They're going to talk as if they can raise rates because they don't want to admit that this is a bubble, but they don't want to let the air out. So I think it's a buying goal. So here Peter Schiff comes out and says, and this was at the end of last week. And the we had the four Fed governors that don't have votes saying about we need to raise rates. And, of course, after today's consumer spending report, maybe that's over. Uh, we'll get to that in the next segment. But, but talking about what the Federal Reserve has done, the, the Federal Reserve trying to manipulate the the thought process behind the economy of the Federal Reserve that, let's face it, for now, what is this going on at least three or four years where they haven't been able to get anywhere close to normalized rates? And then I think the most important part is the next big leg up in gold would come if the Fed actually decide to raise interest rates kind of the opposite of what's supposed to happen. But maybe that's just the new sign of the time. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number 800-951-0592. Just another great example of how managed things have really become. You know, when you start thinking about our president talk comparing capitalism to communism, socialism, fascism, saying they're not too different. Matter of fact, they're almost the same. We just need to pick and choose. We need to pick and choose. And that's kind of the economy that we now have here in America. And it's, it's no wonder things are as screwed up as they are. You know, a month ago, things started to change. The horrific start to the stock market kind of subsided. And, and everybody now is, is talking about back to maybe we need to raise rates when I and the whole time I'm telling you none of the data supports any of this stuff I mean look at the last quarter of a point I mean that was <laughs> we should probably keep up for more every every quarter of a point about another two hundred dollars in gold but here's the headline today shocker cuts q1 growth pace shows faltering economy. That's the headline on CNBC. The shocker that they're talking about was the report that ended the slide on Wall Street, which was retail 
sales. Well, one retail consumer spending, which is better than retail sales because it counts everything. A month ago, they came out, and I say they, the government, the Federal Reserve, the politricsters, whoever it may be, and said, miraculously, consumer spending was up half a percent, which is just an incredible number. Today, they said, well, you know, last month when we said half a percent, well, we we kind of overshot it by a little bit. The real number was only a tenth of a percent, which essentially takes off almost, uh, well, let's just say this, takes off pretty much a half a percent out of GDP. Now, uh, the Atlanta Fed, which is the, the Fed bank that, the Fed region that tracks GDP, they're now saying that first quarter GDP it's not going to be 3% or 2.5% or 2% or 1.5%. Uh, I believe as of today, now they're down to 7 tenths of a percent. So no growth whatsoever. But you see, Wall Street just needed the time to recover. right? We needed time to manage the sheeple out there. And when you think about how do you miss numbers by that incredible of an amount. I think it was Friday's show, they had a guy on CNBC who said, this is how bad they are at their own game, saying that all GDP numbers usually are off by 85%. <laughs> but they want to manage everything. Today they released a number on pending home sales. Now, of course, you know that for the last week or so, I've been all over the housing market because it's such a, you know, they want to tell you it's great. And then I tell you all the details behind the quote-unquote great and it doesn't look so good. They wanted to be able to say pending home sales. Yeah, they kept up. They were up again. And then I looked at the number, because it didn't make sense to me, based on all the numbers I looked at. Well, they were up again, if you believe in the seasonal adjustment. And and I'm one of those guys, I get it, they seasonally adjust everything. But this was a really unique one, because they decided to make the largest seasonal adjustment for the month of February in the history of this report. You know how big the adjustment was, seasonally adjusted? 30%. This is the the spoon feeding all of us get now. I wonder what it's like for all of you out there that are struggling every day. In this gig economy, the Wall Street Journal uh, it was in the, the weekend edition, which most people don't get. But a, the front page of the weekend edition, gig economy spreads broadly. Uber drivers aren't the only gig workers rattling the United States economy. Older workers, especially women. Of course, this is what I've been telling you. The only age group that's actually growing 
and in the workforce are women over the age of 55. Increasingly are filling in as contractors across a range of traditional industries from highway inspectors to health aides as companies look to shed non-core tasks and government budgets come under strain an expanding share of the workforce has now gone from stable employment and benefits to jobs that provide neither. The explosive growth appearing all over the place. And this is the thing, you know what, I, I've been highlighting Uber. But according to the Wall Street Journal, the no-benefit contract, part-time, whatever you like, well, they use the word gig, is all over the workforce. Healthcare. They say healthcare, gig jobs in healthcare is up 500% from 2005. They say that the total amount of people working gig jobs is now over 16% of the entire U.S. workforce. And really, I'm telling you right now, I guarantee it's closer to 20. One in five. One in five. You think about 10 years ago, it wasn't even 10% of the workforce. Now we're approaching 20% of the workforce working in gig jobs. And this is the, the, the new, I guess, this is part of the new economy that all of us are going to live in. And I wonder what you all think about this great economy when you read stuff and you see stuff on the idiot box saying how wonderful things are and you wonder why it's not wonderful for you. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Really, when you start doing simple math, you start to understand the reason why you need to protect your wealth. You know, you sit there, I'll tell you right now, uh, Peter Schiff and Harry Dent were on the Alex Jones Show Friday, and I found it fascinating uh, because, you know, really, when you when you talk to most economists, when they, when they will talk to you and, and talk about what the future holds, almost all of them, even the ones that cheerlead you on TV every day, if you actually get them off the television set and you say, let's look down the road together, what do you see? Everybody really knows the trouble that's coming. The, the, only, the only difference is, is people differ on what the outcome is going to be. You know, Peter Schiff talks about the bubble that the Federal Reserve has created. 
right? And if you think about the bubble that they've created, whether it be the stock bubble, which we're in, and you can argue one way or the other, but, but the realities are the only reason there was a bailout, the only reason there was QE1, QE2, QE3, Operation Twist, Operation Twist again, the opening of the Fed windows, the $4 trillion added to the Federal Reserve's balance sheet. The only reason for that was to, to bail out Wall Street. Think about all the things I just listed. And, and when you prop up something that that essentially isn't based on solid business fundamentals, you create a bubble. You, you create something that without that really wouldn't have existed. And so it's really not very difficult to understand why everybody is so worried right now. And what also isn't difficult is the stock market is probably the worst place to look to see. It used to be a really good one. I mean, they did. They used to look down the road, and they would always talk about, you know, oh, well, well, Wall Street's telling you what's going to happen a year from now, three years from now, five years from now. That's all been replaced on on what happened in the last few hours. What some central banker is going to say is critical now. And and we talk about pricking the bubble and how everybody's afraid to do it, and for good reason. And you and you start thinking about the fact that the only sector of growth in the job market are women over the age of 55. And thank you for that. That the only growth in actual jobs is now, I guess, the new word gig. Gig is short for it's not full-time. You're a con independent contractor, whatever it may be. And then you start thinking about all the debt. You think about how the Federal Reserve and all the other central banks around the world are trying desperately to keep the bubble going. And you have two real choices in how it's going to end. Dent believes, hey, listen, the Dow is going to 6000 before the end of the year. Right, and gold's going to seven hundred dollars because gold's a commodity, just like any other commodity. And they hit you with these facts. Every, you know, what I listen to when I was every thirty years, gold has this big spike, and and it, it's inflation. It's the only works with inflation. Of course, that was the spike of the eighties. We didn't really have a lot of inflation from $250 gold to 1900 It's a different problem. And then I started thinking about, well, how does he know every 30 years? 
I mean, it was 1980, really to 01, which is about 21 years. But I guess 30 years to the when gold, you know, 2011 gold got to 1900, 1800 and change. But 30 years before 1980 was 1950. Couldn't even own gold then. 30 years before that. Right? Boy, wouldn't you wish that you had been able to get $20 gold pieces for 20 bucks back then? Right? We were on the gold standard. So his argument is really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Because one of the things that he thinks is everyone's going to run to the dollar during deflation. No. Everyone's going to run to gold for the safe haven. Look at the last time Wall Street went to 6000 right? And he says gold doesn't work in deflation. And, of course, remember, the only other bout of deflation that the world really saw was the Great Depression. Gold went from 20 to $35. And, of course, nobody else could own it but the government. So I'd say that was pretty good. Or you go to the Peter Schiff side of things, which is the world's lost faith and the central bankers who who created all these bubbles. And gold goes on the rocket ship. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on a Monday. I'm going to leave you with a question. You know, we're all watching the elections and people are voting, which I think is wonderful. Fortunately, right, it's really hard to vote for change when everything's really the same. Doesn't matter what the letter in front of it is. But would you have voted yes for your hard earned money? to go to bail out some big Wall Street company? Just ask, would you have voted for that? Would you have voted yes to have your tax dollars go to a company that was going to get rid of American workers? Would you vote yes for that? Would you vote yes to have your hard-earned money and your all of your future hard-earned dollars in your kids' future and your grandkids' future, would you have voted yes to give it all to Wall Street? Of course you wouldn't. But yet, here we sit, and they're trying to get you to believe that this is the only way to economic prosperity. Capitalism is dead. The America that our founding fathers believed in is dead. Instead, we need to pick and choose. In communism and socialism and fascism, we're not that different. And we should all stand up and applaud. Thank you for making us all poorer. Thank you for making us indentured servants. And here we sit, and you know what? There's not that much time. 
The Fed's running out of time. They're running out of excuses. Rates are never going to be normalized again. And unfortunately, I think Peter Schiff is right because I'll do anything, anything to try to save it. More QE is really what's coming. I'm not talking about what's going to come out in, in three months, six months. Over the next five to ten years, you're going to see the largest explosion of debt that you have, the world has ever seen. And currency crisis and social unrest are going to be everywhere. Today, I told you earlier in the broadcast, the power of our metals program, I'm going to show you the power. And this is why all of you need to be a part of it. Anybody that's already in the program, today we're going to start getting ready. We're ordering the products for the plant. Those of you that are in the metals program, if you have more than, you know, if you're doing at least $500 a month, you're going to have $20 gold in your portfolio at $1,300. Those of you that that are in the metals program, that maybe you're at the lower end, maybe you're doing $300 a month. You're going to be at $10 gold at $650. That's the power of the program. Call, sign up today, 800-951-0592. Everybody have a great Monday. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Take care.